0: I'm so sunburnt. Look at me. This is three days old.
1: Oh, wow. Yes. Where were you?
0: I, I went to the beach for Father's Day.
1: Oh, fuck yeah. How packed was it?
0: It actually wasn't that packed. Really? Mm
1: hmm. Even despite COVID, I'm surprised by that. I figured it would just be slammed.
0: We were. I mean, we had to go all the way down to 10th block. But. I don't know. There were less people than I thought there would be, considering the number of cars mm. that we saw. So, hmm. it was cool. Bethany and I went with Taylor.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I haven't seen her in forever.
0: Yeah, it was cute. How's she doing? She's good. Um, She is going back to Greenville this week.
1: I was about to say, doesn't she live there? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she was just down helping her mom with something. So, I know. Yeah. Yep.
1: So glad I got to see her. LOL. I know. I roll.
0: <laughs> Sheesh. Sorry. All
1: right. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just gonna jump in. It's the only way I can really, I can, I can do this. Okay.
0: Uh, tell me when I talk.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know exactly what happened. It was just dealing with all of it, uh, all of this. See, here we I know, go. I know, I know. Here it starts. It's I'm just going to talk and then we'll just give the... I will start off with the caveat that I am trying my best to spread awareness of the whole Black Lives Matter racism, fucking oppression from America on like every goddamn plane that you can imagine. It's disgusting. And I, I want to say like it was last week... I was going to the bakery and I don't know what happened because I am not a person that ever dreams. I never remember my dreams. They're always just blackness. And that's it. But on the way to work, I could not stop thinking about all of it. And it fucking wrecked me. And it still is. Like, I can just now, like, I've been practicing so much thinking about what we're gonna talk about and how to talk about without getting so emotional that I can't even have like a conversation it's very very strange and um maybe it was because of certain drugs I don't know Uh but (laughs) I started doing research about (laughs) literally like all the worst fucking things America has ever done Mm -hmm. and there's so much for me to learn that it's Oh, it's nauseating honestly i I'm sick to my stomach sometimes when I see some of these videos and read these stories and so I can't stop thinking about it and the more I, I wanted to start looking into it the more I realized that I wanted to say something without being detrimental and just pointing a finger like hey look at me I'm a go getter white guy black lives matter like I wanted it to be somewhat helpful And so Harmony, you post a bunch of stuff on your Instagram and that has drastically helped me go easily find things that I need to like look into and research more and opens up like more avenues of what these other people continue to talk about. And uh, there's the documentaries that I got to listen to and list like fucking that podcast. And this is what we're gonna talk a lot about is um, specifically the documentary 13th. Which came out in two thousand sixteen, it's on Netflix, and I wanted to talk about the episode with McCod Brooks on Duncan Trussell Family House? Is that what it is, or is it House Family or is it
0: Um, I don't I don't really know Duncan Families? Trussell's yeah. <laughs>
1: podcast. It's I know it was like, Hey guys, he has this podcast and you're like, Oh, is it like woke and all that stuff? And you're like, Well it's it's very strange. He's a strange. he's a comedian, goofball mushroom person, I think. <laughs> I don't he's a mushroom person.
0: He is part mushroom part person.
1: Yeah, he's a fun guy.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Right? That was good. That was really good. Um, I will like to say that we did not plan that, so
0: Oh, gee with Satan. Why
1: am I so unhappy? Jim. It's just like I said, Jimmy Jim. It's like I said. Just stop sucking so much. Because you suck, Jimmy. Uh, but back to the serious part. Makad Brooks, he just... And you even told me this, Harmy, before I listened to it, that you really enjoyed the way he spoke about all the oppression and violence and downcasting of the black people, like black Americans. And so I was going and listening to this. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. And I think for a lot of white people, we're very nervous for the ones that care and want to do something But we're afraid of like backlash and stuff, which is like a whole other issue that he talks about in the podcast. But he did, oh my God, he did such an amazing job. It was, he was almost so nice that I felt like we don't deserve it. Right. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, can he be like that? And then he does this, I don't know, it's it's a crazy good thing. So after listening to that, and um, I finally uh, finished 13th today, I'm, I'm excited to get into it at the same time that I'm very nervous. And I wanted to definitely say in the beginning that we are not perfect. Um, We don't have all the information. I am not the world's best researcher, but I'm doing my best. And I want to give more awareness to the situation and not let so many people just stay blind. Because with a lot of the privilege, it's very easy to be and stay blind like turning around and just ignoring the issue is fucking easy it's so easy that we're programmed on purpose to ignore the whole fucking everything honestly it's like if it doesn't include the white race getting better and higher and we can even go for like fucking white males to go higher up the ladder than we're programmed to like, oh yeah, they're just being weak and crybabies. If they wanted to work hard, they would. I'm like, okay. But the whole system is set up against it. And so here the fuck we are. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is about being a better person and not being a dick. <laughs> and fuck. So we, I want to, I got to say something. I, I, I had to make a podcast at so least talking about it and listening to someone that has a better perspective than I do. And so I figured Harmony is already on the podcast. She did such a great job, everyone loves her. She was one of my really good friends. Um, plus she's adorable, so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> and um, and you already helped me out in the beginning, so it it made so much sense that we would just sit down and kind of like talk through this. Um, so if anyone's listening to this and you guys get like super fucking pissed off, that's fine, send me emails lay it out like I'm not against learning I am by no means saying that what I'm going to say is correct and my perspective is obviously flawed but I'm trying and I I hope that if anyone else is listening that they're going to try and be better as well so Harmony thank you for (gasps) kicking this shit off
0: thanks for having me I'm excited (laughs) and super nervous too (laughs) (laughs) so fucking nervous
1: yeah but I mean How often do you have conversations like this?
0: I mean, not as often as we should.
1: Um, I definitely agree with that. I
0: should, for sure. Um, Yeah. So, especially not with anybody like my friends. I mean, we talk about it in my family a good bit, but like, uh, especially more recently, but I don't really talk about this stuff with my friends. And that's that's something that I have to work on, too. Mm -hmm. Getting comfortable talking about this stuff. The ugly stuff that yeah. is evil, but reality. So thanks for having me. I'm excited. Podcast
1: oh. two. I know.
0: The, this is going to be super different from our first podcast oh. together.
1: Wildly different. <laughs> but like, what a great versatile example of uh, your your personality <laughs> and your your life struggles.
0: Oh shit, that's funny.
1: I, I do want to point out though, uh, your dad is, black, is he a yeah. black American or? Yeah. Okay. So,
0: um, that's that's a very interesting topic we can talk about. Um, so I'm mixed. My dad is half black, half white. Um, and my mom is all white. So I'm a quarter black, three quarters white, and um, so, yeah. The the idea of passing. So that's something that people don't necessarily see when they first see me and it's definitely something that i've struggled with through my life you know like will people will quote unquote find out or something because you know i don't introduce myself like hi i'm harmony and my parents are these things you know
1: <laughs> like, right it's like, like you have like a badge like, no on a shirt.
0: yeah so like you know it's like oh sh- people are like oh shit you're black and it's just it's it's a an interesting identity um, because for a lot of my life, and my sister is the same way. And, and honestly, my dad, we talk about this, but, like, um, just not really feeling, quote, like, claimed or able to fully feel comfortable in either side. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've, through the whole, like black lives matter movement that sort of is happening right now i've felt a little nervous and anxious just about my identity and what my role should be in it um because an old co-worker of ours christina she's she's mixed too and she's living in portland oregon right now but um she reached out to me one day and she was like you know, Harmony, like, I hope you're doing well, um, but, you know, make sure you protect your black energy, although you may be passing to most. And that message was just so interesting to me. Um, first, the idea of passing is can be really problematic and, like, totally colonial. You know, like, that can go for gender, too. You know, like, cis passing or for non-binary people or whatever. And...
1: it's that just... Uh, what do you mean by like just being ignored? You're like just...
0: No, so it's like I I could or Be- for for example Bethany, if you didn't know, you just look at her like you could say that she's just white. Okay. Um so it's it's if you have some color in you but you're not just white, you know, like there are Examples of people who would have to, like, estrange themselves from their families because they looked white. So if they did that and wouldn't weren't associated with their black or colorful family, then they would have a better life because they could be perceived as white and therefore have better advantages in society. So, like, I... Sometimes I mean you know like when I got back from Cuba it was pretty dark but like yeah um <laughs>
1: you definitely was
0: so so yeah so I and Bethany like could be passing sometimes so it's but also I don't know it's 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 really an interesting place to be but yeah so um, I am a mixed person I have felt weird about like saying like yeah, I'm black or like, yeah, I'm, sometimes I say like, yeah, I'm a quarter black, but like, why is that the part that I have to point out? Or like, especially when I was raised mostly with my mom, Mm -hmm. like, and, and around her and her family. Um, so it's just really weird. Uh, and it's been interesting and scary for me to have to sort of face this in the current, um... What was that? <laughs> oh, shit.
1: Sorry. <laughs> I tried to silence the phone and it started playing music.
0: It's yes, yes. Um But so. yeah, so it's just like uh, having to confront that weird identity thing in me uh, through this thing and sort of just like own outwardly my blackness um, even though I am not like... Uh, although I'm I'm passing, quote-unquote. Uh, so, yeah, it's just weird.
1: <laughs> I bet.
0: A lo- big explanation, but there's a lot to say on that.
1: Oh, yeah, I can only imagine. Well, plus, uh, a lot of what we've talked about before is that you've been in somewhat of like a... You want to kind of like figure out what to do with your life and whatnot. And I feel like this has only made it a little bit more challenging and difficult to... Or maybe it's helpful. I don't know.
0: I don't know either. I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is something that I'm super passionate about, and I'm by no means a- an expert either. You know, like, I saw this great quote, and it's like, like black people aren't all experts on race, but they what they are they are experts on their own experience and I know my experience and I've experienced racism especially you know like and it can be subtle forms you know like microaggressions like when someone sees my dad and they're like oh like you're black and I'm like that's so weird because in my head I've never been like oh I'm white oh I'm black it's just like I'm just me and Mm -hmm. you know but um i i am super passionate about this it it's absolutely heartbreaking to learn of um what happened to people um in my family you know my my dad and his parents have experienced a lot of racism it's really really heartbreaking um because they were uh you know black man white woman in like the 60s and 70s you know like my dad's mom was disowned by her parents for marrying my dad's dad so it it's so real and it you feel it like I I feel it and um it's this this current movement I hope it persists until real we see real change um but it's really been interesting because I've been having to confront a lot of my identity and like in a way that I've never had before. So mm-hmm. it's it's interesting and nerve-wracking, but you know, it's good. It needed to happen. <laughs>
1: I definitely think the same for me, too. Like, yeah, right. You definitely have to confront the shit that you ignore, and I think even, yeah. if, like I said earlier, it's so easy to ignore that it's almost like subconsciously. So now when I look back, I'm like, oh, that I was actually making a choice not to address the situation like right. not to address like the fucked up history that I am a part of.
0: And that's a form of privilege. Like it's 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 privilege that we or whoever gets to say, "Oh no, I'm not going to concern myself with that." Yeah, no, it's and
1: fucking crazy.
0: Right. And just That is that and that in itself has been something that I've really struggled with, like people that I know or businesses, whatever, like, you know, choosing to not choosing to stay neutral Mm -hmm. and just that just shows their privilege. And it's just grappling with that, you know, like people, you know, personally, it's like, well, shit, there it is. Perfect example, you know? Yeah. Of the problem, so...
1: And uh, that's another thing, too. Uh, a large... Come on! Just notifications coming out of... It's like my first time. I swear, guys, this this is not how I am all the time. Okay, pretty much, but still. It's... Oh, see, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh! It disrupts people's lives, especially for, like, white people. Um, I'm by no means making any examples. I'm just trying to express how to people listening how they might be like oh no i don't agree with you You might listen white person (laughs) yeah you don't have to agree with me because you should just do your own research and fucking promise you you're going to get to this same conclusion it ruins their level of living or their quality of living if they look back and see how horribly treated the African Americans have been in this society and how the entire system is just fucking set up. Isn't
0: it insane? Oh
1: my god, it it's, is so... It, is, it enrages it, yeah, me.
0: it's evil and it's intentional. That's the thing that's, that's evil know. about it. It's it's set up to be evil. and every
1: fucking step of the way. That yeah, 13th right. document blew my mind. I
0: know, yeah.
1: I had... No I none of that was fucking talked about in American history. Not to that level. Right.
0: In school Never. we don't learn about this stuff.
1: No, I mean they like, oh yeah, uh
0: Slavery existed, but like plantation we had- owners were good to their slaves.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> oh the whole like, hey, we're fighting crime, like that's good. I support fighting crime. Right. Like, oh yeah. That was all made up just to continue. Mm-hmm. Making a prosecution, and then you can go to the... Okay, we're going to get down... Okay.
0: Rabbit hole.
1: Yeah, we're going to bring it back in a little yes. bit, and we'll, we'll get to the documentary eventually. But because, like, if they find out... um, if we, the White people find out all these things, right? and it actually resonates in mm-hmm. them like uh, it has for me, then that means they're going to also have to look outward at uh, the rest of their community. Right. And now I feel like if it does resonate, then they're not going to be okay with a lot of what they see and what they live in. So th- now right. they're going to have to make a decision if they're going to ignore what's going on. And like, okay friends and businesses that I love and go to all the time, oh fuck, half of y'all are racist motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And some of you don't even think racism exists. which Right. I don't even know how that's possible.
0: Right. Uh, so I
1: think a lot of people are like, I don't want to deal with that. And I am privileged. So I don't have to. That's like
0: a slap to the face. It
1: fucking is. Because they're <laughs> saying, I would rather be comfortable with my life and my life is worth more than yours.
0: Right. Yeah. The th- Period.
1: Oh, God. Yes. I get so worked up.
0: Yeah. Well, <sighs> I, I'm super psyched that... Uh, That you're, I mean, I don't want anyone to feel bad, but that you're enraged. That's, that's important. Um, yeah, because awareness is key here. Because we hope that, you know, like, when people do learn that they empathize and feel things. It's just, like, like Macabre Brooks said in his, in his podcast, um you know there might be white people feeling guilty for what their ancestors did but Mm -hmm. he said don't hold on to that guilt you know like that's not yours that's not your guilt that's your ancestors guilt you can feel you can feel sorry you can feel bad if you are aware and then you don't act Mm -hmm. so good on you for you know educating yourself and and doing something like that's that's everything that's that's all that uh that's everything. It's huge. Um, and I think there are too many people, especially where we live, Caleb, um, who are just choosing to sit in their privilege and, oh, yeah. and just be blind. Yeah. And it's By the way, we live sad. in
1: Somerville, South Carolina.
0: Right. Yeah. Somerville, south Carolina. I'm going to put a fucking,
1: sp- fucking spotlight on it.
0: Yeah. 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 Somerville, South Carolina. Um,
1: yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Still, literally right now, they're trying to tear down... A statue mm-hmm. of Calhoun. Yeah. And what how many fucking slaves did he own?
0: Right. I I don't know. <laughs> but, I don't either. I, but this man yeah.
1: I know he's racist. Evil ass man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs>
0: Fuck that guy. I should've
1: done my research before I called that out, but I didn't.
0: Yeah. He, but I stand by it. Yeah. He um he was just a huge advocate for slavery. mmm um but you know they've been trying to take this statue down but apparently i asked my friend apparently there are steel rods in the statue so they have to work about that they can't just sort of knock him over i was like take a bulldozer to this man or a wrecking ball or something but there are steel rods keeping him in place
1: i guess i'm not surprised we have a lot of hurricanes around here
0: right yeah (laughs) i wonder what they'll do with him though um that'll be interesting to see where he goes I
1: will say a side note I was talking to my friend about that and um, I said the same thing she's like oh imagine they're gonna put it in a museum I was like fuck that shit I don't want any recognition of this like motherfucker like right what why would I want to put a spotlight on the on this and she's like well I think it's important that we know and acknowledge Our history and where we came from like i don't think we need to make it like a big deal and put it up in the fucking park so everyone can be like wow what a great sculpture right but if you put it in a museum and you say like hey this was up in charleston and was taken down for like the anti-slavery racism black lives matter movement yeah and uh these are the reasons of why it was taken down okay that that makes sense
0: Yes, but I think that's also privilege speaking again. You know, it shouldn't be up to um just anyone. What, if you ask me, I I don't think that it should be up to just anyone, especially white people. What happens to a slave owner's statue? Fuck yeah! I think it should be up to I don't know. You know, descendants of his slaves or. Which exist, you know, or in Charleston, living in Charleston or, you oh, know, black I people, you know, love like love that it yes. should be up to them what um, happens to slave owner and confederate monuments, not white people. Oh, <laughs> heart, yeah, fucking
1: perfect. <laughs> I love it.
0: Right. like It shouldn't be up to white people again. What happens to people who committed evil things, you know? So, yeah, we'll see what happens.
1: Oh, fucking heartedly. There was where we're we going with that. There's a side note. Oh, we we're talking about the ancestral like guilt thing, right? With yeah. McCaw
0: Brooks. I love that man.
1: Oh, me too. I definitely what immediately followed God. him on Instagram yeah. and the, uh, the church of anti-racism. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, All he's... of you
0: guys should too. This man is spreading the gospel.
1: Absolutely. He just just listened to the thing you talked about when he's in Mexico right now
0: he's in mexico he's in mexico i haven't haven't watched that yet
1: yeah so he was talking about being in mexico and um he brings up a story of a kid in greece okay who took a selfie with a blonde girl and some guys there did not like that Mm -hmm. and they basically beat him to death i think it was like a group of guys that beat him to death holy shit and uh, it obviously like hit news, and Makad was in Greece at the time. This was in two thousand seventeen.
0: Oh God! Fucking
1: three years ago. Wow. Three years ago. <laughs> yeah. And his. Holy pa- shit. He said every time his parents, or every time he goes somewhere out of the country, his parents are like, "Hey, don't forget. Like, we want you to be safe. This is." Uh, because of what America has done to the African-American that has tainted the world's view of them almost, like, the the same, not maybe to the same, like, extreme degree, but it is there. Like oh, we ha- right. Yeah, and so, like, they always bring it up to make sure that he's being safe, and then uh, he ends, the, <laughs> he fucking ends the video by saying he actually feels safer in Mexico than in his own country like, which should not be a thing. Right. And he said it so eloquently, though. And of like, course like like he
0: right.
1: He's good at talking. He's
0: <laughs> so good. Uh, I love when he burns his sage.
1: I don't even know what that, what do you mean? Does he, he do uh, something special?
0: He No, he just walks around and burns it, and you're like, this man is the truth. He just, he's, he's spreading the, the love and awareness, and it's really great. Man. Man, no. that's so sad. I feel it more is. comfortable in in Mexico than America or the United States of America. I sh- I know better than to say that shit.
1: Which just America?
0: Yeah. That's fucked up. I I shouldn't say that cuz America there's North and South America. That's true. You know, like um okay. yeah, all of Latin America's is- Technically, American. There's the United States of America. But, anyways, yeah, it the sucks US. that he, he doesn't feel comfortable in the country he's from.
1: This is so many eye opening things. Like, it just, there's too many perspectives that I just have never, never considered.
0: One that's really interesting that we could bring up that is piggybacking off of that is, um, his idea that like you know black people aren't protesting this or that or whatever but they're bro- they're protesting the idea that america the idea of america even exists at all mm. that one was so powerful to me because how true you know the home of the free or the land of the free home of the brave whatever like the land of the free people in America, in the United States, they've never been free, you know, like white men have probably always been free in the States, but like, no, like this land of the free to this day does not exist. Like this idea of the United States, of America has never existed and, or the idea might've existed, but realistically and in reality, it never has never been the case and still isn't the fucking case. Um, And that, people are protesting to make that a thing i think that would be a beautiful thing the land of the free but um it's, it's never existed here
1: uh, yeah you could even go <laughs> from the very beginning native americans all right we're gonna murder you right and take your land right and then you have the african americans and then you have the mexicans that come and the same fucking things and then you have uh Refugees that are coming in that are being like denied sometimes, and like this fucking—you're exactly right. The it's basically the land of the free white males.
0: Right, (laughs) exactly, exactly. It's the land of the free white white males, Uh, (laughs) uh, and that's why people are protesting.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I think that's a good fucking reason to protest. Yeah,
0: because it's a lie. It's a lie to say that uh, that quote America. End quote is the land of the free because it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for anyone unless you, unless you're like you said cis white man.
1: Yeah, you could have uh, a African American works their entire lives and gets super fucking successful and like kills it, and they are like they have good, uh, not honor but like uh, reputation or whatever in yeah. society or whatever. And then they have a kid. Yeah. And the kid is just wearing a hoodie and goes maybe to a fucking grocery store. Right. And even to this day can be murdered f- for no reason.
0: Right. And their murderers not have shit done to them. Nothing. And continue working their jobs. Yeah. Or, or, or whoever they are. It doesn't have to be police. But, it, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Isn't that insane? It's Yes. Like, yes. it's 2020.
1: It is literally insane. It is not a rational, sane thought process. And our entire United States is built upon this fucked up version of freedom.
0: Right,
1: right. Hmm. Like, like McCodd says, we love our oppression.
0: <sighs> right, I yeah. mean,
1: when he said that, that definitely rang a bell. Because I'm like, all right, well, what else are we oppressing? And it's like, oh. Everybody.
0: Yeah. Everybody. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: And then it's everything becomes way more crystal clear. It's like, oh, cool. Let me take off my blindfold and just see shit everywhere.
0: Well, (laughs) that's another thing. Like the there's the reason for the lack of awareness is because if ideally, if if people were aware on a broader level, then. People wouldn't be okay with it, like mm-hmm. you. You know, you didn't know, but now that you do know, you're extremely pissed off and furious, and, and you're not and you're not standing for it anymore. So, like, the reason we're not taught in schools and education, you know, like, is because if we were, then things wouldn't we wouldn't have the same oppression. There wouldn't be this these horrible things that we see today you know like mm-hmm. that's why i studied latin american school because i took my first intro to lax class which is latin american and caribbean studies and i learned about all this evil horrible shit that the united states did to latin american countries various latin american countries
1: i haven't even done my research on that yeah yet.
0: it's 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 horrific mm. and and i was like holy shit i've never learned about any of this in any of my class any of my classes before this i'm like An adult. I'm 18 years old. I've completed like 12 years of school before this. And I haven't, this is my first time hearing about this. I've taken numerous history classes. Why I felt like I had been lied to, Mm -hmm. hoodwinked my whole life. But then I realized it's intentional because if we all knew, then we would say, fuck this system. You know? Exactly. It wouldn't exist anymore. And it would crumble. Yes. So we're fed lies or just not told any truths or the truth in the way. You know, like, yeah. It's it's all to keep the system in place.
1: Absolutely. And it sucks, too, because I, my American history teacher in high school was one of my favorite teachers. I loved it. I loved that class. Right. It was amazing. Yeah. I, I did really well. It was one of the few classes Aww. that I really enjoyed. <laughs> oh. And I would like to think... He's not a piece of shit and purposely didn't, like, uh, talk about specific things. And I know he's right. not a piece of shit. Right,
0: right.
1: Um, but just figurative speaking for everyone else who, like, went to high school and had all the classes. Like, I don't think on the ground level that teachers are choosing to leave things out. I think it's coming up from, like, way fucking higher up right. of, like, the syllabus and, like, right. what you need to teach kids in schools. Right, right. Which I think is a state thing, which makes more sense because we're in South fucking Carolina.
0: Right, yeah.
1: We're like also, the last it could ones. be
0: that he didn't know. You know, I feel like there are plenty of people who—true,
1: I'm thirty and I just found out.
0: Yeah, there are lots of old people who are older people. You're, you're not old, <laughs> but there there are lots of old people who are old who who, had, thanks to their privilege, have never had to know. So, they, been, so they so they don't easy. know.
1: You're very very right.
0: So I mean, you're, yeah, I
1: do need to. I, I think I'm maybe too angry. Yeah, it's easy for me to get more enraged and overreact I think I need to be more conscious of the fact that I don't need to throw so much negativity out into the world because there's plenty of it right now um but standing by and like letting things happen I I I, I can't I don't think I can do it anymore
0: I would um, rather you be angry than you be indifferent Me too like uh, uh, there are so many people who are just, like, you know, acting like nothing's happening. And it's it's insulting. It's, like, I think it's really fucked up. And it, it makes it really hard to, like, interact with them or just know that they...
1: Uh, that they think a broken window is worth more than a black person's life.
0: Right. Yeah. It's, like... Oh, that's what you're concerned
1: with. Oh my God! There's like so many things Mikado said in that episode that just is like powerful punch, a power punch. And yeah, that, that man's one, the truth is, he's so right. The outrage of broken windows right. in Charleston alone Right. was insane. Somerville Dude. boarded up fucking more Somerville, than a hurricane. Like,
0: oh my God! It was yeah, it was alarming. They're like, oh my God, like. The rioters are coming.
1: And how that's many how many Black Lives Matter things do you see anywhere in Somerville?
0: Right, that's problematic too. Uh, I mean, but it's fucking Somerville, like I don't give a fuck. It's so fucked.
1: Oh. It's such a rapidly growing town. That
0: might offend somebody. <laughs>
1: and oh, good, they need to be offended. <laughs> like I don't give a shit if someone's going to get offended by this. That's the point of doing this. That it is unacceptable for me to care if you're offended by your own racism.
0: Right, right.
1: Because that's out—that's oh, me saying I care more about your fucking feelings than the lives than of lives, everyone. Right,
0: uh, right, I, lives and safety, yep.
1: insane. Now, going to a, a calmer note.
0: Calm.
1: Um, I don't, I am not a religious person by like any fucking stretch of the word. I would say there's a little bit of my spiritualness. I do, if there's anything that I will put my my ticket or like my I bed on. I just got deja
0: vu, on. by the way. That was weird. Interesting. Yeah, but do you know what continue. I'm gonna say? No, I don't know.
1: <laughs> like, damn, <laughs> that would have been awesome. Um, I put my my stuff into uh, energy. I, I like energy i think that makes way more sense and i think when you can walk into places you can feel energy i think you can even feel it before you get there and i think it's all-encompassing and i think it plays off of everyone else in the community and everything that's happening and rising and so when mccad was talking about one consciousness that shit fucking ringed a bell for me yeah <laughs> i was like oh Usually I would have been like, "Oh God, here we go." Right. But said something about the way he was talking and the way he said it. The
0: man has it, dude. The God is a god.
1: Oh, okay. It, it, that's what Duncan says. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm talking to a king right, right now, and I'm right. like, "Dude, nailed it." Yeah. I feel like I'm listening to a king right. right now. Yeah. It's like he is. He's part of that one consciousness. Right. And I loved that, and I did not think I would. I'm still a little surprised by how much I, like, really agreed and want to be a part of that. It's Aww, very, very strange.
0: he spoke to you. He I got yeah. you. I know. Oh, I love that. He I've got been you. And i
1: trying to tell as many people as I can to listen to it. Right. And I, there's, like, a handful of people that I know that have.
0: Oh, that's great. That's and, awesome.
1: And uh, they also, like, shared it as well, which I thought was really, really nice. Very like, cool. Fuck yes, please. Spread it.
0: It needs to happen. Oh, yeah. Like, you need to listen to it. If you think you don't, you do more. You do more if you think you don't.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's like
0: it's like that, that quote. I don't know if it's a Buddha quote or something, but it's like, if you, if you don't have five minutes to meditate, you need to meditate for 10. Like, if you don't think Ooh. you need to listen to this podcast, you need to listen to it. Mm-hmm more than those who are like, yeah, I'd love to listen to that, you know?
1: Right? I was posting that too. I was like, hey, specifically, and I said, if you haven't listened to this or know about it, then I encourage you to listen to it. And I'm like, especially the white people. But I think it, even for any of uh, the black people that haven't heard it, I think it would probably, like resonate with them as well. Like hear his yeah. words and have it, I don't know, vocalized in such a way. Yeah, I don't, just I don't know. So beautiful. But that's just that's just me. Because if if I try to put myself in a situation, which is borderline impossible, because there's no way I can put myself into the atrocities of living life every day, fucking terrified that I'm going to be shot for like literally anything, mm-hmm. and knowing that they can, like quote unquote the world hates me. From the moment I'm born, I can't put myself in that situation. I can't do it. But if I try, without falling apart, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it, it. I think it helps that someone was able to to so eloquently with so much power, just like lay it out there. So it's, much it, power. It's oh my god! I cannot express enough how helpful it was to to be following him right. honestly.
0: Yeah, and and I would say like it like you're saying like he says it so beautifully with so much power yet so much like so much grace and so in such a I mean the power is there it's obvious you know you feel you know that he knows so much but he says it in such like a almost like tender way like he's it, yes. so approachable and I think that's why that podcast can be such a great stepping stone for opening yourself up to the idea that you, you might need to educate yourself on anti-racism or racism in a, in the United States or like racism anywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's a great stepping stone for that because it's, it's very approachable, you know, like he, he speaks so beautifully and so, he's so kind you know he's laughing with Duncan when Duncan says stupid shit and like (laughs) and you're like wow like this guy is so great like he's just you just want to hang out with him
1: yeah he is not attacking anyone right
0: he's not attacking anyone and I feel like both sides you know anti-racist and racist that's funny to say some uh, on both sides have, have been attacking and I'm not gonna judge especially the black people because you know you process your shit the way you need to because i i can't even imagine the atrocities that you have had to deal with um but yeah he he's not attacking anybody he's just spreading love and awareness which is great
1: yeah all right i gotta stop talking about before i start crying
0: I know, same. It's he like, fucking, yeah.
1: He gets you. He really yeah. does. It's so I good. I know.
0: From the, from the get-go, yeah. he does.
1: <laughs> All right, my turn to uh, piggyback off something that you said. Oh,
0: shit, let's do it.
1: Um, The whole attacking thing and saying, like, you obviously won't hold it against anyone or judge anyone if they are getting, like, that outrageous and uh, fight back. Because in the beginning of the documentary, 13th, the footage of like people being shoved in the street and just like crowds of white men, Dude, yeah, just continually shoving these African Americans, and they don't, they don't do anything. They don't turn around and look. They take being punched in the face, right. dragged through the streets, being like shot with uh, fire hydrants. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, they're being beaten worse than animals. I know. <laughs> so disgusted to my stomach watching this. And then, you know, you get down into, like, the thick of, like, how it starts and the whole oppression and how they the white people work around any fucking advancement that might happen. Like, all the fighting and all the hard work. They're you know, like, okay, well, there's going to be a loophole. This is our country. We're going to make a loophole so that we can continue to oppress you. And then you get all the way down to, like, the fucking end and you hear about... The prison, and how they're obviously keeping the prisons going because they want cheaper labor. You know, like holy, f- right? Shit, it's like so deep down ingrained into the actual functioning running of the United States, right? Yeah, that you have. You, you gotta like burn everything down right, and start over. you're right. Everything is fucked.
0: Everything is fucked. They're, that's that's another thing. Another quote I've seen circula- circulating uh the internet right now. Like racism is so American that when you protest protest it, people think you're protesting America.
1: I saw that too. It's
0: like whoa, whoa, true. Very it, true. It's it's in the core, the core, the foundation of of this place. So.
1: Yeah, it's how we've literally made our entire lives.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, there is no, God. there is no United States of America without, without racism. No. Uh, it it has never existed, and we hope that it will exist one day, but it doesn't right now, and it never has before. So that would be a completely new, uh, country. But new new everything that would be just new for here. Um, so.
1: I will say. Um. And in the best way that I can. That, uh, hold on a second. Yes. All right. Um. God damn it! What the fuck was I gonna say? Oh man. See, if I had better AC in here, you would know. I would have closed the door. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I would not have been distracted.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, after doing all the research and like learning all of this and just being like emotionally slapped around in the face that i have a like a different like connection like, a, like a, i can tell in my soul when i'm around african americans now that i feel differently now i never considered myself racist fucking obviously because we're told we're not racist even though that's how we're raised
0: right right
1: but it's so different on a different plane and level i i don't know how to explain it very well that's interesting it is It is <laughs> it. If I don't know, may, I think maybe I feel like more connected because yeah. I think I, un, I am now learning and I can see more and so it, I see them differently. I see it through like different eyes and with the more knowledge and I, I like that. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I can't ignore what's going on. And I don't think I, this will actually fade away. And I know that's a big concern is that there's going to be another big like catastrophe. And we're going to like focus on that instead of like paying attention to saving these people. Oh, right. So I, I don't think this is the time that it will fade away. I think because of the Internet and everyone posting about it and like Mikhail was talking about with the one consciousness, I'm hoping that more people will actually like in their soul realize that they feel differently. It, it, we're around uh, African Americans and Mexicans and Asians and and Jews and like literally anyone that isn't Caucasian. Right. Because the racism thing like it like we fucking have been saying this entire time is so ingrained right. that it takes that like soul breaking <sighs> for you to actually see the person as your e- oh god, I know.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I I hope that it doesn't go away. Um, yeah, I, I'm really glad, Caleb, that this is something that is hitting you in your core, um, because I was honestly concerned about the lack of support or whatever I was seeing from a lot of people I know, and, you know, I've been posting on social media or whatever, but, um... And a lot of people have, but I feel like, especially in Somerville, uh, like, it just hasn't had the same momentum. Um, so it's like, it just means so much that you care and, and are showing that you care. Um, and I think that, you know, like I said, I've, I've been posting a lot or whatever, and I feel like it's easy to swipe through... Things like that because they're, it's it's becoming saturated on social media, although it's lessening in its momentum these days, like, past couple days. But um, it's easy to swipe through when I've been posting so much, but I feel like when you, you're a cis white dude, you mm-hmm. know, like, I feel like you're taking a stance on it will mean a lot more to, you know, people in Somerville, people that we know, than than potentially my posting about it that I've been doing. So I think it's huge that you are doing this and educating yourself because uh, I think it could open up a lot of eyes. And, uh, yeah, I I hope that it will anyways. Same. Um, Because I've felt very differently in my job in my relationship, just basically a lot of my interactions here in Somerville since this happened and just noticing silence from people that I know. So I I'm thrilled and excited that you are opening up a conversation and educating yourself about it. And I hope that other people will do the same. And I think that you're doing this when other people aren't, will be a catalyst for their doing it too so i hope so i hope to god because it's been hard to walk through this life here um so yeah i'm i'm psyched that you're on on this not that i think that you know like i think people should be on this i don't think you're i'm not like not, no offense, but you're not on a pedestal to me for doing this. I think that this is <laughs> right. what should be happening. <laughs> yes. But I am excited that, that you're doing this because I think it, first of all, for you and for uh, other people that we know.
1: Right. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that you did that. Honestly, I was nervous to message you to help me with this. I was like, oh, fuck. I don't know. It took me, like, days. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm glad you did. I'm really glad that you did because I mean, I think i uh, so I think you know if I live downtown, like plenty of my downtown friends are like you know protesting, posting whatever like it feels it feels really supportive and uh there, but here it's it's felt not like that at all if mm-hmm. I'm being honest like. From just my people here in Somerville and it's like and I felt super alone because of that and since this I've I've just felt sort of weird and so like when you texted me that I was I was really excited because um, yeah just cuz you you were sort of extending something that a lot of people here haven't yet Um, and that was huge so that's sick 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 sick
1: Um, yeah I'm I'm glad that you're here and helping me honestly (laughs) and like you gave me the tools to make it even more aware and and awesome which makes it easier for me and I think like god that fucking podcast did so much for me it's ridiculous because Duncan even mentioned um, the uh, how Mm -hmm. oh Macad Talking is gonna reach so many people and how like oh his fucking stupid podcast isn't is gonna do as much. And you know, my god's like, No. You're a white male with a large audience. Yeah. This my is- voice has been muted <laughs> for mm-hmm. centuries. Or right. for whatever the correct term is. Yeah. I don't I don't remember what century? Is that a hundred years?
0: Yeah, century is a hundred years.
1: So whatever, since centuries, the beginning. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Since for centuries. Begin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> centuries. Okay,
1: so we we're programmed automatically to not pay attention or like have any weight for what he says. Right. And so when Duncan, like, and him were talking about that, I was like, "Holy fucking shit, he's right." Yeah. Like, even though every like Macod and all the African Americans just through experience in life have way more information to say right. and truth.
0: Right on their experience. Yeah right
1: it still gets into more people's ears yep if a c- 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 cis,
0: cis, white, cis man. white male says it yep. I'm like fuck yeah dude and so thank Ugh. you for using your platform to do this because this is going this will be more beneficial than my posting it or whatever anywhere because honestly like if you know sis white man uh black women that's like sort of opposites here you know like yeah uh, you know so um yeah that's dope it's what it's what uh all of you should be doing really um amplifying black voices especially black female voices but black voices mm-hmm. so that is good on you. That's what you guys should be doing.
1: I saw a quote that I saw two actually that have really stuck with me. And one was just simple. It just said, stay mad.
0: Right. And I was like, oh. Yeah, right. Just stay mad. And earlier in this podcast, you said, oh, I shouldn't be so mad. Madness, your anger is so much more productive than any indifference of any other, of anyone. Like, it's okay to be mad because this is maddening. This is, like, horrible shit. So... You, you can be mad, Caleb. Well, you should be mad. It
1: comes very easily, especially right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, I don't have the exact quote, and I can't seem to find it anywhere. I tried. I it was something along the lines of if, if you have ever been saved, it is your duty to save someone else. Oh,
0: shit. Yes, I've seen that, right? And
1: I have- Yes. So many tools and such a platform, and I've got this artistic ability. Dude, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I've been fucking wasting it for my. Okay, well, let me. In my opinion, when I look back at my artwork and everything, it means, in my viewpoint, it Mm -hmm. means nothing. I fucking painted like what pets? Oh, okay, dead people. That dead, (laughs) not dead people. Like dead animals for families. That's probably a nice thing. (laughs) <laughs> Get me your favorite zombie <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> So I understand like maybe The animals that they care for and lost And like sure I'm sure t- that is important To them but it doesn't It doesn't Change their lives in my opinion like that Holds no weight to me And doing like random Paintings for the town of Somerville Means mm-hmm. fucking nothing Like There's nothing that I have made With my abilities That I I want to that I think I could could show the world. And I think through this, I'm like, okay, I finally have something that I need. I can focus this talent and energy on and it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited cool. to see what the fuck I can do with it because it just, it kind of puts like a meaning into why I have this ability and skill rather than just painting. <gasps> Meaningless dead shit. <laughs> yeah, dead animals. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, well, that's cool that you're inspired.
1: That's and it's good. another way of spreading awareness, in my opinion. Like, I. I 100%. Like, why am I going to sit back if I could do something and put it out, then people can continually see it and spread it? And, yes. like, I. And if that makes sales, and those can go to people who need like the foundations and shit. So right. I'm working on stuff like that. I'm trying to figure it out, and I, I'm excited the fact that I can actually use this platform mm-hmm. for something that actually matters, well, that's rather good. than just me being weird.
0: You are weird, and now you get to be <laughs> weird for good, for change.
1: <laughs> oh goodness! And the name of this is with Satan, so that's a little.
0: Hey. ironic. Satan fr- is anti-racist.
1: You're fucking right he is.
0: <laughs> Satan is anti-racist.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, Most definitely. Yeah.
1: You wanna take a break? Yes, I have to pee. Okay. Sweet. I can see you like tapping your feet. And we're back. I'm Woo-hoo. just <laughs> um, So tapping we. Break. Yeah, we were doing a little chit chat on the side. And uh, we brought up a really good point about... We were talking about whether or not to uh, support businesses whether they're making a stand for the Black Lives Matters or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are talking about how some people feel like they just don't have the right to say or post anything. And I think that's fucking bullshit because I was in the same position. Mm-hmm. I thought I didn't have a right, and I still don't have... Experiencing the right to say something, but at the same time, I have the fucking position, and I have the stance, and I've got the audience, and I have my peers around me. And I think saying something is not just like a right. I think it it is demanded upon us that don't want to sit back and watch people be oppressed like this. So, like, I understand like being nervous about saying the wrong thing and everything. I, I totally get that because we're still here. There. We are, we're right. still here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. And I don't think silence necessarily is violence, but silence is definitely a cop-out. And it is unfortunate that there are so many people that I would consider, like, good people that don't view it the same way. And I didn't before I started doing more research, and I just saw the atrocities <laughs> that are fucking, like, just blatantly laid out for you to find out. And I think that plays a lot of part. Is just the pure ignorance of it all. Um... But I still, if you were, if you're using the reason I don't have the right to say something, then I think you're wrong. Right. I it's think a cop you, out. you need to say something Right. and I think you need to mean it. Like, right. And that's what you wanted to bring up too. People are doing it just for the sake of doing it.
0: Right. Like, um, we were talking about companies and just like, uh, the, com- like, what of you know, we're judging companies based on whether or not they say something, but what about the companies who say something just to say something, you know, like there's this this meme thing and it's like, uh, fashion companies who uh posted one black square on their feed and like um or it's like fashion Instagrams looking like and then it's like uh blonde 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 blonde, all these blonde girl emojis like rows and rows and rows of blonde girl emojis, one black square and then like one like brown girl emoji mm. and then like back to blonde girl emojis. And it's like, oh, how embarrassing. Um, but yeah, it's just like, like you know, uh, how do we treat the companies who are not posting or those who post just for the sake of posting? Probably the same. You know, yeah. if not, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, yeah, and I totally agree with you, Caleb. Like,
1: like... It's good that people are making a statement. Like, I would rather someone post just a generic fucking Black Lives Matter right. thing. Or, or share a bunch of right. black artists or something. Or, or, right, right. Even if it's just like I've shared an artist that I followed for like fucking ever. Yeah. He does amazing artwork, and he's—I think one guy literally is in Africa. Yeah. And uh, the other guy lives in Texas. He's mm-hmm. African American. No, he's—he's he's probably not an African but he did come from Nigeria.
0: Hmm. That's cool. Really
1: good artist over there. Anyway, um, it's—it's it's that simple. It's just making a statement. So I, I would rather someone make a statement. Right. Just to know and, and at least to mean it
0: acknowledgment
1: but it doesn't help fix anything right all it does is just make you not look like so much of a shitbag right and the problem we're having here is that the oppression is ongoing and it's so systemic that you just posting a fucking picture although it's nice it doesn't fix the system and it's still like okay well the system can support anyone that just says they're against racism right. but until you continue to like support the businesses and continue to like shine light on these people right. and actually give them a voice that isn't muted it's, it's not going to help and it goes back to the whole thing of if you look at your childhood how many people do you know that are like oh yeah like I knew my dad loved me but he never said it Right. And I wish you would just say it.
0: Right,
1: right. It's a whole fucking race of people,
0: right,
1: that want you to at least say it. Like, yeah, of course, we know a lot of you aren't racist, but fucking say it. Like, right. tell someone you love them, or that you're sorry for whatever you have done in the past. Like, you need to do something. Yeah. So I fully agree with that, and it, as much as I can, like, I did understand the stance like when you start looking into it and you look at the depravity you're just like okay you can't be silent it's not really an option right otherwise and that was something else i saw too was there's like two stances it's either oh uh, they called it um it was talking about racism it was like uh, intrinsic and extrinsic or something like that it's either their fault or whatever, which means you, oh, fuck. Which means you don't believe in racism. God damn it. I did that Uh-oh. thing again where I oh, fucked no. it all up. Dang it. It was a really good one though. Uh huh. Because it basically said like, Well do you believe in A? Oh, okay, so you're racist. Oh, or shit. you believe in B. You're like, Oh, okay, so you acknowledge this system is racist. Right. And you're just like, Oh. Oh shit. Because people usually believe in one or the other. Right. Um, oh, it's either like, do you believe like uh, African Americans or literally any other race is the cause for this? Like, it's their fault. And you're like, well, no, of course not. I'm like, oh, so you admit that because of all this, that the system is flawed uh-huh. and the system is based upon racism. Right. Because like, oh. uh, uh, if you say no uh, to that, uh, right, then you're going to admit that you're being racist. Right. And it's like it's going to be one or the other.
0: Damn. Yeah.
1: And. Our privilege allows us to go oh no we have a c option it's a trap door we're running away
0: right that's the privilege right yeah
1: you're like no like yeah you, uh, we need to weld the trap door shut
0: honestly yeah and then catch the building on fire keep <laughs> yeah get them out <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's really important to use your voice especially white people um but that you know, using your voice and using your dollar supporting businesses who are being actively anti racist is freaking huge. Amplifying black owned things. Yes. Black black people who black makers, black cooks, you know, any any things of color like like you should support that because historically those have been at a disadvantage. So like, um Still. Yeah, still, still in a disadvantage. So I think um, that's really huge. But back to your point, like um, it's a responsibility to a responsibility to say something. I think even if you think that you don't have the right to say something, yet you continue posting your normal life, that's taking away attention and space from the Black Lives Matter movement. So you may not intend any harm from posting like you know a song or whatever or like your brunch or your mimosa or something like that you know you're like oh i'm being neutral but really you're diverting attention Mm -hmm. um and energy to you and your life away from systemic racism away from the struggle and i think that's really problematic and the people And, you know, that's calling out the people who are just like, oh, I'm neutral. I'm not going to say anything. Your lack of saying something and saying other things about you and your life or whatever that live without privilege, that's privilege. You know, that's like... Yeah, it's it's taking away from this movement that is so fucking important and requires so much work to change. Um, It's... Yeah, it's it's really problematic and bad. I give you a thumbs down if you're doing that. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's different. It's like, you know, if you're... I have a white friend, Um, you know, I'm not going to name her, but she, you know, has been posting lots of Black Lives Matter things, lots of uh, texts. She's been educating herself. She's been reading a lot, watching a lot, consuming a lot of black stuff. And, and it's like you can tell she's putting in work, you know, and it's really great. You know, everyone should be doing that. Um, And so when she posts a picture of like her run or something in the midst of all this other content that she's sharing that's meant to spread awareness, shine Mm -hmm. light on atrocities, like I'm like, okay, like I, that's fine, you know, like you're doing the work Mm -hmm. and you're not taking away from this movement. But the people who are not sharing – they're the work they're doing um slash aren't doing work because they're probably not like no offense like if you're not posting about it like odds are you're probably not having conversation you might be you might be don't want to offend you if you are but like you're probably not like probably you're probably not um and you're just posting about your beach trip or whatever like it's pretty fucked up if you ask me it's just now's not the time for it like you can take your pictures but like don't post them and clog up the feed from stuff that's actually important like people dying
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's something I feel really strongly about. Yeah. You know?
1: Oh. Like how absolutely. do you,
0: how do you not feel guilt about consuming stuff, especially right now, you know, that's not related to this? How do you not feel like you should be educating yourself more, you should be reading, you should be watching more about the horrific things that are killing people, the system that's fucking up people's lives. Um how 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 can you how can you justify like silence or worse than silence, you know, posting something that's not related right. to draw attention away from it. Like how how can you justify that?
1: Oh, it's a privilege.
0: It's privilege. It's not even
1: that they're justifying it, it's that they
0: They don't even think about it.
1: They don't even think about it.
0: Which is Just more which, insidious? What they've been
1: trained to do since since birth, mm-hmm. and so it's not like they're posting like, "Oh look, my latte is more important to talk about than mm-hmm. the fact that George Floyd was murdered." You're like, okay, right? That's not a thought. They're like, "Oh look, I had a really cute latte. I I know a lot of other people that would enjoy this really cool latte right. art." Yeah, and like,
0: believe me, I would enjoy the latte art. But that's not a, the problem right now. Like, it's not the time. It's not the time. Read the room. Yeah. <laughs> Read the fucking room.
1: It's not. These people yeah.
0: are not reading the room, and not at all. that's fucked up. Um, sorry, I just got really heated about that. No, that's good because it's so real. It's it's so real. You go on your Instagram and you're like okay, like, sweet, like, this friend is doing this, you know, they're doing this work, like, this is a new book I can read, this is a new podcast I can listen to, like, this is great, like, you know, educating, spreading awareness, so more and more people get mad about this, and we can cause change, and then you see, like, someone, like, posting shit that's totally unrelated, and you're like, what, like, how, you are living that life right now? That must be insane. Imagine acting right now as if nothing is happening.
1: Oh, it's easy for me to imagine.
0: Like, whoa.
1: That's where I come from.
0: It's crazy. It's
1: like literally my entire life. It was yeah. like, Oh, that's that doesn't involve me. Right. I'm not, I'm not part of that. Right. Like, it's not like a class system in America or United States, but it fucking is. Right. And I was in the higher class system. And so anything below that, I had the option whether or not I... Wanted to care or say something. Right. Not the fucking case. We're, <laughs> we're humans. Right. Like, if you watch this 13th documentary, there's no fucking way unless you are the most sadistic, like, person ever. It, oh, fuck. There, you can't watch it and just be like, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Well, I'm going to continue talking about my dog. And how cool is it? No, you're not. You're not going to do that. Right. You're not going to post, like, your outfit for the day or something. like. You're going to at least... I mean, if you continue to do that, like you said, totally fine. But you have to be aware of the situation and continue to work on it because it's not going to change. Right. And I was talking to Jana Riley, who I will have on here eventually, who is... um definitely pro Black Lives Matter. Like she has a giant Black Lives Matter, like art thing like, on her uh, window, on her house. She's been supporting a bunch of black uh, c- owned companies uh, cause she's vegan. And there's a lot of like black vegan companies. I didn't know that, but Hell there's like yeah. a Hell, very okay, big yeah. thing like that. Um, and she's like artwork and she's doing a great job and she has also helped me a lot. And so I talked to her all the time That's about awesome. it. Awesome. Um, fuck where was I going with that
0: oh shit
1: I know I started thinking about the artwork and I got, I got <laughs> totally distracted shit what Holy were we talking shit. about what
0: were we talking about I'm drawing a blank
1: oh um, we we're talking about making posts and all this other stuff and you're doing this and you're doing that and uh... alright I'm gonna go back and listen <laughs> okay I went back and listen I remember now uh, so <laughs> she sent me like four paragraphs about how frustrating it is being like stuck in it. And she's also dealing with a lot of other issues that the South is mm, fucking, you know, it's misogyny. There's so much goddamn misogyny. Everything, it's all fucked over here. Anyway, Mm -hmm. she was talking about the importance of voting. And I think that's kind of what I want to talk about right now to wrap this episode up is uh, ways that maybe we can, aside from support, like we already talked about supporting black business and uh, shedding more awareness and like helping out like in almost any fucking way that you can but she also brought a huge point to me about voting it's like was it 40 percent of millennials don't vote right it's like 25 to 30 something years old and none of them are voting
0: that's crazy and
1: the 13th documentary talked a lot about black americans not voting and trying to vote and how like they would be arrested and so they turn into criminals and they can't vote right? because of convicts or whatever and right. it's like okay cool and then like you have a guy talking like yeah well we don't really want everyone voting in america exactly, like, exactly. what right that's fucking crazy yes so we were talking and one of her ideas like we got to figure out a way to get so many more people to vote right we have to change the laws and the systems, and put the right people in the place. And
0: Dude, yes, it's I, it, it's systemic again. Like in like the education, we don't learn things because if we did, you know, we would be mad and not appreciate or not change the system. If everyone voted, like Trump wouldn't be president right now, you know, oh, like no, exactly, like you know, we we wouldn't we wouldn't see the country the way that it is right now. It would be, you know, different. So.
1: There would not be so much hatred.
0: Yeah. It is very intentional. The um, The way that voting is is difficult for a lot of people, especially people of color.
1: Yeah. To, I totally to believe vote. it. Yeah. It's it hasn't been easy for me to figure out and do.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I have a voter registration.
0: <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. <gasps> well.
1: I know. But you, you got to learn yes. and work on it. So here yes. I am and here we fucking go
0: yeah so. yeah voting is important and i want everyone to be able to do it but yeah uh, you know everyone should be able to vote um i think it's really fucked up um the number of people who, who don't vote or, or can't vote for whatever reason yeah. um
1: very high number
0: yeah that's a big number i saw something like million or something uh, seventeen year olds are going to turn eighteen by this coming election. And I I think that everyone should just once you're eighteen, like you should just be able to vote, you know? Mm-hmm. If you're a citizen
1: like Right. Like, you go through the you get your, your yeah. shit to vote. Yeah. So we gotta somehow bring awareness to that on top of everything else. Right. Which is more research. Because um, it
0: that, that will affect everything, you know
1: yeah definitely I mean, we could sit here and scream all we want but unless we're like putting the right people in the place to change mm-hmm. the system <laughs> I don't know what else to do right. I, I, but if we all work together and we're all aware of the situation then we can come up with a better plan of a, like, a plan of attack and to yes. figure out how to f- fucking end this oppression <sighs> otherwise know. I'm apparently going to go crazy yeah which,
0: you and me both dude
1: it's just one martyr in the whole. Yeah. Like, disgusting United States upbringing. It's just anyway. bullshit. <laughs> I'm sure this will be one of many more Black Lives Matter posts and episodes that I do. Yay! because like we said just stopping and doing one thing isn't really going to fucking change anything so
0: no we need the we need to keep up the momentum
1: absolutely and i hope this helps and i hope i can get more people on here um let see what the fuck we can do
0: hell yeah
1: so thank you thank you not only for just for sitting down and talking about this with me but helping me learn more that's that's awesome
0: Aw, thanks yeah. we can sh- I, uh, we can share resources
1: i appreciate you
0: thanks i appreciate you too <laughs>
1: All right, everyone, if you haven't gathered what I have been saying today and what Harmony is helping me say, you have to listen to this Makad. Actually, just just go listen to Makad Brooks. You don't have to listen to the Duncan Trussell episode if you can't figure out how to find it, which is ridiculous. I will somehow attach it. You can go look at my story, all that other nonsense, but just Makad Brooks, it, that's all you really need. That and the Church of Anti-Racism is another amazing thing you can go to and the 13th documentary on netflix well those will change your fucking life there's no questions i unless you're a shitbag person in which case
0: those do exist there are plenty of they
1: do they absolutely do but i'm hoping no i was i know there are way more good people out there that just need to put the work in that's it like stop being afraid. I know you like your comfortable life, but fuck your comfortable life. Dude. Because it's at the expense of so many human people's lives. Yeah, exactly. So many people's human life. It's not worth it. It's not. You sitting on your couch is not worth it.
0: I know. Once it's a big responsibility, honestly. Like yeah. it's it's a huge responsibility, especially for white people, you know. Because because they have such potential to make change mm-hmm. and to um, spread information. And I, I know, like, responsibility can be really intimidating. Um, but it's it's completely necessary if you want to be a good person because people are dying and and getting hurt. And, uh, yeah. And Absolutely. people have the abilities to make changes. So it's get off your asses right? uh, and stop posting about your whatever it is that isn't this unless you're doing the work in which case
1: oh, right right so stop only posting about <laughs> right. your being. yeah beard. yeah yeah definitely okay yes. all right guys until next time do your homework <laughs> and don't be a dick because <laughs> you suck jimmy